0: We are on our new set. If you're watching on YouTube, I cannot wait to show it to you. But even if you're listening, we've got a lot of fun stuff for you today. A lot of new stuff. We've got new merch. We've got an exciting announcement at the end of the episode. We've got some games we're going to play. We've also got some amazing encouragement that you guys sent me that I know wasn't just edifying for me. It will also be edifying for you as well. If we have time, we'll get into some new stories, but we've got a lot of ground to cover on this episode of Relatable, which is brought to you by our friends at Good Ranchers. Go to Good goodranchers.com. Use promo code Allie at checkout for a discount. That's goodranchers.com, code Allie. Okay. What'd you think? What'd you think? It's the new music. It's the new branding. If you're just listening, you can't see the new branding. You can't see the new set that we're on. So you need to go watch this on YouTube if you haven't already. It's always out at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. So depending on the time that you're listening to this, it may or may not Be up. I know, I know it's going to take a little bit of an adjustment for you to get used to the new music. I got so many messages from you guys saying, don't get rid of the music. I dance with my child to this, or my child recognizes this and they get so excited about the intro, but you'll get used to this. I personally really like the new music. So today, we're just going to have a fun episode. We'll get into some new stuff too as you heard at the top of the show. But we are just going to talk about the new set. We're going to talk about relatable giveaway, all that fun stuff. And then I do have an announcement, like I said, um, at the end. And then we're going to play a couple games too. Um, Also joining me today, we've got some people joining me. We've got Bree and we've got Victoria. There they are. Hello. They're not the Hi. most excited about being <laughs> on camera today. But I... Told them that they must be. And so here they are. They will be celebrating the new set and some new stuff and some new merch, too. I'll be announcing all of that. Um, Okay, let's first, before we get into anything today, let's just take a look, a little tour of the new set. If I could get up and, like, walk around, I would. So you're not going to be able to see everything. Maybe we'll do, like, a BTS behind-the-scenes thing later. So let's go to the wide shot And let's show them, okay, so we've got our new relatable brand, and that's our new font, which I absolutely love. I absolutely love this glow lamp. Now, let me just go ahead and point out something that I know some of you are going to say, and we're just going to have to be okay with it. Now, that T right there in the relatable, some of you have said, because I showed this on Instagram, some of you have said, looks like an R. But look, this is going to be one day, this this word, this brand is going to be as iconic as the Walt Disney brand. And we all (laughs) know how confusing that D is, that some of us thought when we were younger that it was a G. And we realized, no, it is a D. So this is going to be an iconic T. So even though some of you, can we pull it up? Even though some of you think it looks like an R, it is indeed a T. I love it. It's vintage. It's cute. We've got our cactus going on. We actually are not completely done yet. So we're going to have some different plants that are um, that are coming in. And there are some different things that we're still adding to that corner over there that just haven't come in yet. We've also got some other like fun personal touches that we're adding to it. If you know, you know, got dinosaurs all around me because we're just not sure. We're just not sure. I'm sure that these dinosaurs exist, but when it comes to the others, I don't know. The jury's still out. That's what I'll say on that. Um, And then we've got, if you look closely, like the more that you watch it, you'll see some stuff that we've added that just kind of speak to the things that I'm interested in. Some of the things that we've talked about on the show. You can't see the full, the full range of things that I have behind me in this shot. Um, I don't even know if you can see it on the wide shot. Can you see some of this stuff on the wide shot? Okay. So we can't see everything on the white shop, but we'll show like a behind the scenes or maybe one day we'll like pan the camera up so you can see it. We've got C.S. Lewis staring down at me and we actually thought about moving him down. It's a sketch of C.S. Lewis because you all know how much I love C.S. Lewis. But it kind of freaked me out when we put him (laughs) right behind me. Looked like he was staring over my shoulder and I didn't like that. Um, and then I grew up in Texas, so we've got some odes to Texas also. Uh, so I love it. I love this set. I know that you guys are going to love it too. We just wanted a little bit of contrast, something a little bit different. I know change is tough, but I think y'all are going to get used to it. I actually want to move like all of this stuff um, into my into my home because I love it that much. Uh, Victoria Bree, I know that y'all like the set because we have been talking about it painstakingly. Forever yeah. what's your favorite part about the new set? That's a good
1: question. I off the top of my head, the dinosaur, the little dinosaur planter behind you. Yeah, love it. A nice love little so touch. Much. Yeah.
0: Victoria, what about question you? Question everything. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love the blue bonnets. I think it's so cute. The little The blue bonnets?
0: Hmm. Right behind you. It's so cute. I think that's cute too. But I think my favorite is probably the sign itself. Probably the relatable sign and also the mm-hmm. black walls. It's just so different than what we had before. Guys, there are so many people and so many things that go into something like this. It's funny because a lot of y'all thought that I recorded at home. And my last one, which I love that y'all thought that I was at home, but I actually am at a studio and there are so many people that go into this. We've been planning this, designing this building this since i don't know November probably um and so yeah there's been a lot of effort put into it we just want it to look the best possible and we're still we might still be adjusting the lighting a little bit that's up until like the honestly like the moment this music started playing we were still thinking about the lighting and so it might look a little bit different i don't know yet we're still assessing we want it to be absolutely perfect and so we're still assessing exactly what it's going to look like but you can, you can let me know. I'll take it under advisement. As you guys know, y'all are my official executive producers, but I can't take all of your feedback because y'all have really conflicting opinions. And sometimes let's just be real not good opinions. So I have to make an assessment and use my best discernment and professional opinion when weighing y'all's opinions about what the set and everything looks like. But I do value your feedback. Um, okay. Speaking of valuing feedback, one thing that I thought would be fun, I ask you guys on Instagram, if you would please send me just some ways that either Relatable has changed your mind on something. And if you didn't, If you weren't able to do this when I asked on Instagram before I'm now recording the show, feel free to leave a YouTube comment or you can still message me if you want to. Um, How Relatable has changed your mind or just what the show has meant to you? Because that's not just for me. It's not just to boost my ego because that's not how I see it at all. This really is a, a team effort every day, such a team effort. And it's really meaningful to the people who work behind the scenes, too because it just reminds us about why we do what we do. And I, of course, don't, I'm going to read you some of these messages. And I think it's important to do because I think it edifies you guys out there too. But this is not um, something that I take credit for, or I think, wow, I'm just so great that I can change people's minds. I really do see it as, wow, God can use absolutely anyone and anything to change people's hearts and minds on subjects that are consequential. And also, Brie told me that she has something that she changed her mind on, which yeah. I'm I'm really interested to hear. So we'll hear it in the next segment. I don't even know what she's going to say. Um, and then we'll get into some fun games and do some more fun stuff. Uh, all right. So this is our new set. That was the introduction. We got new branding. We got all new stuff. And I know that you guys really like it. I love it. And I'm so, so thankful to all the people who have been working really hard behind the scenes to get all this to happen by today so okay before we get into the how has relatable changed your mind or what has it meant to you segment let me pause and tell you about our first sponsor of the day that's naturally it's clean so i've been talking about naturally it's clean for a long time and it's not just because they're a sponsor on the show it's because i absolutely love their products and when we get to the giveaway later we've got some naturally it's clean products for you if you enter um So uh, naturally, it's clean. The reason why I like it is because it's so powerful. It's really, really effective. It uses plant-based enzymes in its ingredients, but these ingredients are a lot safer than the other brands, even the so-called natural brands that you get in your health food stores. They don't have any nasty chemical fragrances or anything fake or anything like that. So you can feel really good about using this around your kids and your pets. I love their stain remover, I love their multi surface cleaner, even their stainless steel cleaner probably wouldn't have ever cleaned my stainless steel appliances if not for Naturally It's Clean. It's super effective. I love all their stuff and use it every day. If you go to Naturally naturallyitsclean.com slash Allie, you can see my essential home starter kit. So you can see some of the products that I use the most. You'll get 15% off for a limited time. If you use my link, naturallyitsclean.com slash Allie for that 15% off, naturallyitsclean.com slash Allie. Alright, so I was totally overwhelmed by the beautiful messages that you all sent me. I didn't even get to open close to all of them. So I'm so sorry if you sent me a message and I didn't respond or... I didn't even open it. Don't think that it doesn't matter or that it's not meaningful. I may see it one day later if I get to your message, or I may not. But just know that I appreciate it. I understand that you're all busy. And so you taking the time to send me a well-thought-out message saying what relatable means to you, I really, really value the energy and the effort that it took to do that. So thank you so much. I'm going to read some of them that I did open, um, and then we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about the subjects that were most popular that you said that you changed your mind on. So I will go ahead and say, and like I said, I'll read some of the messages specifically, but I'll go ahead and say the most popular subjects that I got on which people said you changed my mind on that or not even me, but a guest, the show changed my mind on this ivf and surrogacy the whole reproductive technology industry i think for most of you and this is like me too you just hadn't thought about it you just hadn't thought about the ethical questions the gray areas of things like IVF. We're pro-life. We love babies. We love creating life. We didn't think about all those souls on ice and all of the potential risks to the mother and child when it comes to IVF. We didn't think about the father-mother separation when it comes to sperm donation and egg donation. We didn't think about what is going on in the physical and psychological development of a child when it comes to surrogacy and purposely taking away a child from his mother or father. It's not that you were necessarily pro those things things you just didn't think about it. You just didn't know. And I've had several guests or a couple guests, Jennifer Law and Katie Faust, who have both come on the show and we've talked about these things, the importance of children's rights, the importance of thinking through these issues. And I'm so thankful to them because they taught me so much. And one of my favorite things to do is to introduce you guys to people who have taught me things and who have changed my mind on things and enlightened me. And these are not always, actually, I would say very often, they are not the most well-known people, the people with the biggest audiences. Like some of my most popular interviews, my most popular episodes are with people that some of you, most of you have never heard of. I, like that just gives me so much joy in helping to amplify voices that God is using and, is, and that are doing really, really good work. And so, wow. Uh, That changed a lot of your minds. Actually, one of you said um, that you were signed up to be a surrogate until you listened to those episodes and it changed your mind. So, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, what's wrong with that? You should go back and listen to some of the episodes that we've done on it. It might change your mind too, or it might take a little while. Okay, before I get into the specifics of this, I also want to say that one comment that I kept receiving that I saw in these messages was that, um, I was really shook the first few times that I listened to you or I was really offended or I was really thrown off when my friend shared your your episodes with me, whether they're on abortion or whatever. And at first, I really did not want to agree with you. I didn't want to like you. I didn't want to like the show. It just took me time. And that's definitely true when it comes to the IVF slash surrogacy issue, I got a lot of messages when I first started talking about this, being like, this is uh, this is wrong, you're unloving, you're unempathetic, you don't understand because you haven't been through this. And then messages later on, and I always really admire this about the character of a person who are like, wow, you know, I didn't think about it like that or I changed my mind or I see kind of what you or your guest – we're saying. So I always love those. I always love the people who started off like not liking me or not liking something that I said. And then over time they kind of they changed their mind. That's cool. Um, okay. So Some of the specific messages that I got about the IVF surrogacy, um, someone said, Taylor, said IVF and surrogacy are the biggest ones. I went from thinking how amazing it is for people who aren't able to have kids to now thinking from the perspective of the child. So eye-opening. Jessica said the same thing. She just thought that the technological advancements in this realm were a good thing because – They're medical progress, but she said that she realized that just because something is deemed medical process doesn't mean that it's actually good and certainly doesn't mean that we should participate in it. Like we always say, when technology takes us from what is natural to what is possible, there are always at the very least questions that we should ask ourselves about that. Um, The other big one that we we saw messages about, um, it was abortion. There were a lot of people who came to my podcast before they started listening, they were either pro-choice or they just didn't know, or they were personally pro-life, but politically pro-choice. And so I got a lot of messages from people saying uh, uh, saying that they changed their mind on this. So here's a message from someone named Allison about this. Um, abortion. She said, I used to be pro choice. I'm now passionately pro life. In fact, a client of mine got pregnant unexpectedly. She didn't want the baby. For whatever reason, she was confided in me. One morning, she texted me from the parking lot of an abortion clinic on the verge of ending her baby's life. Had I not been pro life at this point, had the situation happened to me five, 10 years ago, I'd have told her to do what she felt was right. Instead, I prayed before stepping into the conversation with her and then I called her. I had no idea what to say, but I knew God would guide my words. She ended up not having the abortion and then she talks about her um she talks about the baby's name and she says praise god thank you Allie, for helping to shift my mind i know god worked through you to sanctify me out of being pro choice and that's just amazing it's just amazing and i just want i just want that to encourage you too that you never know you never know what conversation you have or what you post on social media or what act of courage or boldness you do that may plant a seed in someone's mind that could change their mind on abortion and then they could save someone's life or maybe you saved someone's life by convincing someone. I know sometimes it seems fruitless, like you're just speaking into a void, like no one cares what you have to say or everyone's angry at what you have to say. Just, It's not about you. It's not about people liking you. It's not about the instant gratification. It's not about the immediate positive feedback it is about obedience and god promises to use obedience and you may never know how god is going to use your words and use those seemingly small acts of courage but i promise he will like we're talking about physical lives here we're talking about souls your boldness absolutely matters and it can plant seeds that save lives so just remember that um someone named Alexandria said, um she said that she realized that abortion is not the answer in horrible cases of uh, like other of so-called exceptions like rape or incest. The case you made for why that is still an innocent life changed my mind and love the clarity and simplicity of your argument of what is it about the circumstances, size or location that gives someone the right to kill a baby inside the womb, but not the baby next to you. Well, thank you so much for saying that, Alexandria. And I had a lot of messages, um, a lot of messages about that and that is next to someone believing the gospel, that is the most consequential thing that someone could change their mind on. Um, okay, this goes along with that. This is also one of my favorite messages to get, and that is parenting. Uh, one person, Tara, said that she didn't want kids before listening to my show, and you have no idea how common this is. And this just makes me sad. Like, how many young women are convinced? That the world, Christian young women, that the world is so bad, that times are so scary, that the season is so challenging in American or world history or whatever, that you shouldn't be fruitful in multiplying as if God today is not as powerful and not as sovereign and not as faithful and not as loving and not as good as he was a thousand or two thousand years ago as if Christians haven't gone through much more difficult times than they have today I mean it we are just kind of inundated with this anti-natalist rhetoric today that I think we don't we don't realize has affected us, but it really has, just like feminism and every other kind of secular ideology. And I think it's also just fear. And I think Satan loves for us to operate out of terror, out of paranoia, out of not trusting the Lord, not realizing that God actually cares about our kids' future more than we do. He cares about our kids' souls more than we do. And if the world needs absolutely anything it is godly wise courageous kids that must be raised by godly wise courageous parents so that's something that we talk about a lot and there was um a message by someone named Geneva. And she said this, and I just love how, I just love this story. She said, I just wanted to share the impact you and Relatable have had on my life. I grew up Amish. I left and was pretty lost trying to figure out church and everything else in the outside world. I started listening to your show. I've gained a lot of awareness. I didn't grow up knowing anything about politics. Now I'm shocked when people don't pay attention to what's going on. I got married to an amazing man, but I was very hesitant to bring children into this crazy world. However, hearing you say over and over how the Bible commands us, to do so, which... It does, except for, in rare exceptions, which we've talked about before, to raise godly children and having on guests that have shared stories that changed my mind. I'm now pregnant with our first, a girl due in July, and there's not a doubt in my mind that we were called and equipped to raise strong little warriors. Thank you so much for your strong stance on biblical values. That's so sweet. Thank you so much for sharing that to me uh, with me. Um, And then Brooke says something similar. She says, I forgot to mention the biggest one of all. I subconsciously bought into all of the world's lies about having children and was Terrified to have them, even though my husband had made it clear that he was ready whenever I was. It literally consumed all my thoughts. Your podcast was how God slowly revealed to me how wrong I was about children. The Lord is still working on my heart into 2019. We weren't quite ready, quite to the point of officially trying for children. Yet when I found out I was pregnant with our daughter, um, oh, when I found out I was pregnant with my daughter. But instead of fear, I immediately felt an immense peace because I had been so encouraged in truth." for over a year by then for this podcast. So thank you so much and congratulations. Congratulations. And I can relate to all of those fears, by the way. My mind was also changed and developed over time uh, when it comes to that because it's really easy to give into the fear and even selfishness. Uh, Another one, self-love. Of course, I wrote my book about that. You're not enough and that's okay. Um jenna said that you and your podcast are one of the contributors to turning my life around i was totally sucked into the you are enough you're perfect just the way that you are she said that she had an unhappy life unhappy marriage and that she was just turning to these motivational slogans which we all have at some point trying to make her feel better trying to make her feel worthy and sufficient and she still was just coming up empty none of these self-help books were actually helping her and uh and then she, when she actually realized that she needed to turn to the Lord, that's when her path towards repentance and satisfaction and a healthy marriage um, really changed. So I'm just so thankful to the Lord for that. I've, also been in a place where I've tried to look to superficial self-help and self-love mantras to make myself feel better about myself. Someone else sent me a message saying that a couple of years ago, she was all in on Rachel Hollis, girl, wash your face. That was the entire culture that she was consumed by. And then she realized how empty and how fleeting Um, that all was. Um, And then there's one, there's one who, or I mean, not just one message, several messages, but one subject that I know is still controversial. Again, go back and listen to my messages on this or my episodes on this, if you haven't already. And that is the death penalty. The death penalty. A lot of you came to my podcast thinking that the death penalty is unjust, that it's unbiblical. And as we've talked about, as Genesis 9-6 talks about, very Clearly, um, the death penalty for murder is not just suggested for; is not just suggested in the Bible, but is actually demanded. And it's not because of cruelty, but it's actually because murder is so egregious, because we are so valuable, because we're made in the image of God, that the only just punishment for it is capital punishment. That's what the God who is love, First John four eight says is justice in that case. Also, this is within this uh, this uh, message about the death penalty that I got from Eva that I won't read in its entirety, but um, some of you changed your minds on pit bulls, too, which I feel like <laughs> that probably saved some lives. Oh, gosh, I probably turned this into the most controversial episode. Go back and listen to my episode on pit bulls if you're not so sure about that. Um, and then several on theology too. Um, a lot of you, I know, and I know people listening to this and watching this will still be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe people are changing their mind on Calvinism and on Reformed theology. But a lot of you who came to my podcast, maybe you were in the prosperity gospel or you just didn't know about Reformed theology. And now you and your husband have started attending a different church or um, reading different books and following different teachers. And your interest was peaked in Reformed theology. And yes, even Calvin. I got a message saying that your mind changed about predestination and that has actually allowed you to have confidence and clarity in your salvation rather than always wondering if you're doing the right thing. Praise God. Praise God. That is like one of the best things um, that I can hear. And honestly, we haven't talked about Reformed Theology That much like explicitly in a while, and so I need to go back to doing some episodes on that. We did a lot of like Reformed Theology 101, I think back in 2019, so you can go back and listen to those episodes. But I love hearing that, and again, like I feel like I'm just kind of a springboard for y'all to go listen to the actual theologians and the pastors and read the books that really go in depth on all of that. Um, Okay, last category. And this is one that I, gosh, is so, I hear this all the time. I hear this all the time. When I go speak somewhere or when I get a message from you, that you started following me in the summer of 2020. Now, why did you start following me in the summer of 2020? Because you looked around and you realized that all of your white Christian girlfriends were crazy. And you realize <laughs> that, that they really, that a lot of them, okay, I'm exaggerating, that a lot of them were just going along with what the world was saying about what justice is, what racism is, what systemic racism and what the history of the country looks like with white supremacy and oppression and all of these things. And you just saw them start regurgitating the secular nonsense about, about justice and about how we should regard each other. And you were like, okay, am I wrong here? am I the one lacking compassion? Am I the one lacking truth? Am I the one lacking love and empathy? And this is all also when all of COVID was like blowing up. And so you're simultaneously being told if you don't post a black square and you're not on the same page as people saying America is systemically racist and you need to be reading Robin DiAngelo and doing all of these things in order to be truly anti-racist. You're also getting told that you lack empathy and that you lack love and that you're not a good Christian. You don't love your neighbor if you're not wearing a mask. And then later, if you don't, get the vaccine if you don't want mask mandates if you don't want vaccine mandates then maybe you're not really Christian enough like maybe you don't really understand Jesus and i think a lot of you kind of had like an identity crisis which i totally understand i had moments like this too in 2020 looking around and being like this doesn't sound right none of this sounds biblical at all but these people that i really respect are saying these things and so maybe i don't know maybe they're right and i And I'm not saying that I got everything right, obviously. like There's so many things that I learn over time that I'm like, oh, I said that, that wasn't right, or that whatever, and that I've changed. But I did refuse to post a black square. And I did refuse to go along with a lot of the riots are the voice of the unheard. America is systemically racist. And the white race needs to carry some kind of guilt or responsibility for reparations for what People who remotely looked like them in the same relative geographical location 200 years ago might have done. It just doesn't, it never made any sense to me. And I had a lot of conversations with a lot of Christian leaders in that time who I know that my words were a thorn in their side because they were getting people, Christians who followed me, who would go to them and say, Okay, you're saying this, but here's what Ali Stuckey said, or here's what this podcast said. And I, there was a lot of conflict during that time between me and other Christian leaders behind the scenes, probably between you and your friends, between churches and their congregants. And that was tough. And it certainly wasn't only me saying these things. There were a lot of Christians on this side pushing back against the rhetoric and all of the policy changes that we were seeing in 2020. But a ton of you started listening to Relatable during that time. And it really like it lived up to the name because we were like, we had to come together and be like, yeah, we're not crazy we're not crazy. We might not be right on everything. I'm not claiming that at all, but we ain't crazy. Like, Let's just remember that the Word of God is just as sufficient today as it was 2,000 years ago. I'm sorry. I don't need to borrow wisdom from Ibram X. Kendi, who is actually anti-biblical as much as he is, quote unquote, anti-racist, to understand what's going on in the world or what my role is as a Christian. And actually what is being purported to be justice by these social justice, racial justice experts is actually, according to God, not just at all. And that's when we did our whole series on what God's justice actually looks like, impartial, truthful, direct, proportional, which is not at all what social racial justice is. So that's also what got me blocked by a lot of Christian leaders too, even though I didn't come at them or anything, but I just had like a a disagreement or I had a differing opinion. And a lot of them decided then that, you know, they didn't want to talk to me. But it's funny because now that Trump is out of office, a lot of those same people who were so ardently, you know, whatever they were in the summer of George Floyd have really softened their rhetoric on a lot of that stuff. It's Interesting. It's interesting. So here is a message from one of you. When the race riots and BLM stuff was happening, I knew it was off. I posted a black square because I um, a usually solid pastor did. I can probably imagine which one. Um, I kept trying to respond to people but couldn't yet uh, nail down the biblical thoughts and words that I knew but couldn't put into words. You really helped me process and sort through the weeds of that time, clinging to truth through so much deception. I mean, this is probably the subject that I think confuses Christian women the most and Christian women are most scared to go against the progressive talking points on this um lauren said i was all in on the racial justice train in 2020 until i finally caved and listened to caved and listened to one of your podcasts i had been avoiding your show for months because i thought i didn't want to be like my friends who were posting about your podcast got him. <laughs> um uh well i appreciate that and again i'm not saying you shouldn't listen to other teachers or podcasters that don't agree with me or have different perspectives on this i'm not saying that i'm certainly not the infallible perfect source on all of this stuff at all. I'm just saying that let's be discerning. A lot of people just repeat progressive talking points, especially when it comes to that, because it's easier to do. No one wants to be called a racist. And you're just going to have to bear that risk if you want to talk about what the Bible actually says about justice and reparations and evil and sin and all of that. Um, okay, so we've gone through a lot. Some of you said that I changed your mind on Santa Claus and the Easter bunny. Yay. That is exciting. Um, uh, so thanks for sharing all those things. Okay, now I want to hear from you. Bri yeah. Brianna.
1: Um, I I don't full name treatment. <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, I don't want to be redundant, but I have two, and one of them is IVF and surrogacy. And I remember before I started working with you. I was talking to my friend about this and I was telling her, yes, I, I don't think it's, I think it's selfish was my stance. I think it's selfish to spend so much money on that. I'm really passionate about adoption. And so I've always thought, why would you spend money on IVF when you, when there's a kid who already needs a home? But yeah, I had never, ever thought about the ethical implications of Souls on Ice, of ripping a child away from their mother intentionally. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm radical about it now. I'm Before, radical you know, I didn't even... <laughs> Well, and the other thing is um is pit bulls. and now <laughs> I am an anti pitbull radicalist. Okay,
0: I thought that you were walked into this being anti pitbull No. An bull. No,
1: it was doing research for that episode. No way. That converted me. Yeah, I didn't really I didn't care about them that, before. I Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm a changed woman. Wow. And so she was obviously she was talking about IVF, but then she was talking about surrogacy too, ripping a child like away from um, his mother. Yeah, you know, I hadn't really thought about that that much either. I don't know if you have anything to add, Victoria, it's okay if you don't. You changed my mind on a lot, Allie B,
2: but uh, I was such Thanks. a hardcore Enneagram girl.
0: My entire personality was the Enneagram. So, yeah, see, I don't, but I guess I could guess their Enneagram numbers because I used to be, I used to be too. I (laughs) used to be too. But now I do feel like more and more people, I was not the first person to say something like that about the Enneagram, but now I do feel like there's more and more people who are willing to be like, well, maybe we put too much stock into this. I
2: feel Mm -hmm. like people are finally getting out of that fad.
0: Yeah, it was a little bit of a fad. Um, People, again, you can go back. Uh, Some people are listening to this and they're like offended by every single category that we're (laughs) listening. Go back and listen to some of those episodes before you leave your comment saying how wrong we are. You might not change your mind. There's plenty of things, by the way, that people didn't message me about that are like, that I was unpersuasive on or like they didn't change their mind on or anything. Um, Okay, so thank you guys so much. That means so much to me. We've been doing this podcast since 2018. Started out once a week. Now it's four times a week. And um, I just love doing it. It's my like professional baby. So it means so much to me, but you guys mean so much to me. And getting these messages is overwhelming in a great way. It reminds me also how much work I have to do in trying to meet more of you whenever I have... Whenever I have um, events across the country speaking, I have the privilege of meeting and talking to a lot of you. Or sometimes, I I was at I was at uh, lunch this weekend with some friends, and one of you came up to me and you showed me my Instagram page and you said, "Is this you?" And I said, <laughs> "Yes, it is." And so sometimes I get to meet you out in the wild too, and um, I appreciate that so much. Um, But uh, just stay tuned. There may be more opportunities, maybe more opportunities for us to meet in person. All right, before we get into our next fun segment and uh, yeah, we're probably not gonna be able to get into the news today. Sorry, we just don't, we just don't have time. We'll talk some more tomorrow. Um, Okay, let's see. Uh, Let me tell you about our next sponsor, and that is Good Ranchers. I've been talking about Good Ranchers for about two years now, and we have used Good Ranchers almost every single day of those two years because we love these products so much. It's American meat. It's delivered right to your front door. You've got better than organic chicken. You've got craft beef, and it's all from American farms, ethically raised, sustainably sourced, all that good stuff, all different cuts of steak. So I don't have to go to the grocery store and worry about, okay, is this, this says US, but is it really from America? Is it just packaged here? What's the quality of this stuff? There's so many things to think about. I don't have to think about it with Good Ranchers. Plus, this is a conservative Christian owned company. I feel really good about supporting their values. I love the people that own Good Ranchers. It makes my life so much easier. And I feel really secure and comfortable knowing that I have a freezer full of American meat and can use it whenever I want to. And it's just makes my life easier too. I always have one part of every dinner already accounted for. So absolutely love Good Ranchers. Right now they've got March meatness going on. You can win over $2,000 in free meat. Fill out your March meatness bracket at goodranchers.com slash March. You can also subscribe right now and get free bacon for a year with your subscription. Over $100 of free applewood smoked bacon. Use my code Allie at checkout to get $20 off. Code Allie at checkout. That's goodranchers.com, code Allie. Okay, ladies, um, we decided that we would just do a fun little segment. And this doesn't really, now that I'm realized, doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the show at all. Nothing. Nope, nothing. But <laughs> we're just going to do it because it's fun. So the we're going to do Taylor Swift or Shakespeare and Michael Scott or Joe Biden. And I suggested Kamala Harris versus Michael Scott, but they said Joe Biden's actually like his quotes are actually tougher. So, we'll see. Okay, Taylor Swift or Shakespeare. Apparently, this is a trend on t- TikTok. Yeah. I have a really hard time believing that I will not be able to tell the difference not because I know a lot of Shakespeare, but because it's Taylor Swift. Like I think I know is um like who said karma is a cat in my lap, who loves me? I don't think it was. Okay, we'll I don't think wait. it was Hamlet. Just yeah, wait.
1: she just went through them and she was like, "Wow,
0: what a poet!" And these are so. Swifties, okay? I've got two resident Swifties on my <laughs> mm-hmm. show, and they said that this is difficult. So, okay, I'm I'm ready. And then if I can think of a would you rather for y'all after this, I'm gonna give you one. And then we'll get into the rest of the fun stuff. Okay. Okay. Taylor Swift or Shakespeare? Let's see. Take it away. All
1: right, I'm gonna take it away. So the first is. I'd meet you where the spirit meets the bones in a faith forgotten land.
0: In a faith forgotten land, I I meet you, oh wow. Okay, 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 okay. I think it's Taylor Swift. You're right. Yeah,
1: okay. (laughs) That's from Ivy. Okay, don't Um, know what that is. Though the chameleon love can feed on the air.
0: What's this word, Victoria?
2: It's not not camo melon. (laughs) She's, <laughs> <cocoa melon. laughs> yeah, she's used to seeing coca melon so earlier she was like what is that
1: okay what is it sorry though the chameleon love can feed on the air
0: though the chameleon love can feed on the air yeah is that also taylor swift no no that's that's, that's
1: shakespeare. shakespeare okay because i don't know what that means at all <laughs> okay do you miss the rogue who coaxed you into paradise and left you there but that's definitely
0: Taylor Swift, for sure. Um, yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. I don't know what song that's from, but I can just totally see her that's saying That's from Coney that. Island. Um, okay. And I'll stay forgetting any
0: other home but this. I would say that's Taylor Swift, but I'm second guessing myself. Is it? It's not. It's Shakespeare. It's Shakespeare. Shakespeare? From wow, Romeo this and is Juliet. actually I tough. Know. Okay, you're right. You're right. Wow. Okay.
1: Okay, a couple more. Past the curses and cries, beyond the terror in the nightfall.
0: Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah. Nice.
1: Okay. Are you just guessing one or the other now? No,
0: I'm, well, I'm guessing Taylor Swift, like, every time I feel like.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, last one. Sad hours seem long.
0: Shakespeare. <laughs> Yeah, that is Shakespeare. <laughs> okay. I'm actually <laughs> impressed by how difficult that is. Yeah. Maybe if I knew more Shakespeare or knew more Taylor Swift, it wouldn't be as hard. Well, but.
1: I was telling you, I am a fan of both. And, you are. And uh, I didn't even know all of these. What's so. your favorite Shakespeare play? I like The Two Gentlemen of Verona.
0: Oh. It's my favorite. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Um, okay. okay are Peter y'all girl. going to the Taylor yeah. Swift concert?
1: Of course. Happy Eras Tour kickoff. Oh. Well, that's exciting. To, Are you going, yeah.
2: Victoria? I'm not. Yeah, wasn't
1: a priority.
0: I saw that. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry, Swifties. I saw Alex Clark that she went and she said it was amazing. I heard it was so
1: good. She performs for three hours and fifteen minutes. I heard. So how in
0: the world it do you, you even
1: do her that. outfit
0: changes? Looked yeah, amazing. I saw her in like 2015, and it was really good. And that was like I wasn't really. I was like very skeptical of her. Then, mm-hmm. and it was a really good show okay you'll have to tell us how it is brie okay um michael j scott mm-hmm. or joseph r biden okay yeah. let's see victoria's okay. Gonna-
2: i love babies i think they're beautiful in all sorts of different ways i try to pick up and hold a baby every day if possible because it nourishes me <laughs> that's
0: michael scott isn't it? Yeah, yeah. True. I think I remember <laughs> okay. that. This is actually going to be easier for me because I know so much of the office. <laughs> that's
1: what I figured. Yeah.
0: Okay. You cannot go to a
2: 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. <laughs> oh, that's Joe
0: Biden. I remember him saying that. But man, that is so Michael Scott. You could see them. You could see him saying that in the diversity training. In our Absolutely. cookie, cookie, cookie <laughs> episode. Okay. You know what else is facing five Goliaths?
2: America, Al Qaeda. Global warming, sex predators, mercury poisoning.
0: Oh, my gosh. I think that's Michael Scott, but I could see Joe Biden having said that like yesterday. (laughs) It is Michael Scott. It is Michael Scott. Mercury poisoning, (laughs) rabies.
2: Okay. Okay. Now, you may look around and see two groups here, white collar, blue collar, but I don't see it that way. And you know why not? Because I am colorblind.
0: Collarblind. Oh, that's Michael Scott. That's got to be that's way too clever for Biden. <laughs> he would clever. never come up with that.
2: <laughs> okay. Pizza, great equalizer. Rich people love pizza. Poor people love pizza. White people love pizza.
0: Black people love pizza. I think Michael Scott, right? Okay. Again, too right. funny and clever for, for Joe Biden. I'm <laughs> good at this. Okay.
2: Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids.
0: Now, that would have been hilarious if Michael Scott had said that. It would have been really funny on the episode where he, um, uh, Scott's Tots, remember? remember Scott's Tots? That would have been perfect in Scott's Tots. But it's definitely Joe Biden. I also remember him saying this. Sadly
2: is. Okay, last yeah. one. You all look dull as as hell, I might add. The dullest audience I have ever spoken to. Just sitting here staring at me. Pretend you like me.
0: Again, tough. (laughs) Tough. (laughs) Because you can see in like maybe like a dementia flare up. (laughs) Joe (laughs) Biden saying something like that. Because you know it makes you really ornery. Um, But I think it's Michael Scott. Joe Biden. It actually is Joe yeah. Biden. Oh my gosh. When did he say that? Pretend you like me.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't have it written that down. That is here. a
0: very Jeb Bush please clap <laughs> moment. Do y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please clap. Please clap. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Oh my gosh. Okay. I feel pretty good about that. Um, okay, let me see. I I did not think of a would you rather before. So let me let me really think about this for a second. Okay, would you rather have to only drink liquid, you can never drink any liquid unless it's out of a paper straw, and you have to use that same paper straw until it completely disintegrates, and when it's done, you have to just get another paper straw, or only ever be able to eat anything with a spoon, including hamburgers. Pizza.
1: <laughs> like things you eat with your hand you still have to anything. eat
0: with a spoon? Th- something that you would eat with a fork? <laughs> a salad? That's so annoying. Yeah. I think better than me <sighs> saying eat anything with a fork though because you could definitely never eat soup or ice cream or anything like that. So everything with a spoon or every liquid with a paper straw until it disintegrates.
1: I mean, I have to go with the straw just for like ease of – Yeah. Just for, Yeah. Yeah, no,
2: I hate paper straws so much. <laughs> Honestly, I'm weird. I eat a lot of foods with spoons when I should eat them with forks. Hamburger? Well, I use my hand for that. No, no,
1: no. You have to use a
0: spoon.
2: <laughs> I would do spoon. That's yeah. how much I hate paper what straws. What do you eat
0: with a spoon that we would consider weird? I don't
2: know. Like if I cook pasta, I feel like most people would eat it with a fork. I eat it with a spoon.
0: What? I know it
2: sounds really just weird. As bad?
0: Spaghetti? You eat it with a spoon? It's so cool.
2: I just kind of My husband thinks it's so weird. I just like spoons. I like eating with
0: spoons. Agree, Mr. Victoria. It's my toxic trait. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't I'm going to try this tonight cuz I was thinking of making pasta. Now I could see it with like penne or something. Mm-hmm. You For could sure do penne. that. For sure <laughs> penne. For sure <laughs> Duh. Okay, no- I, I want you, you to just try get the something. sauce. It's going to change your life, and you're going to be able to get way more noodles. A fork, (laughs) a fork. Have you? Do you know? I do. Do you know about? Have you heard about forks? I just. I
2: like my spaghetti tinier.
0: Okay. I also.
1: I don't know what that means. like shorter? I, like, I, oh, know my shorter.
2: There, I also don't eat spaghetti that often, I guess.
0: But I really but just when, I don't always eat spaghetti, but when I do, it's with a spoon. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I okay. Wow. This led to a revelation that I wasn't really prepared for. Um, okay, last segments. Let's see. Should I do my final ad now or should I do it after one of the next two segments?
1: Should I do it it after the
0: giveaway? No, I just do it now. So there's a break. No. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bree says now. She's in charge. Okay. Last sponsor (laughs) for the day is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. So if you're not happy with your coverage when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. That's probably not going to happen, though, because they are just a high-quality company. You can feel really good about giving your money to Patriot Mobile, unlike these other providers they are not turning around and giving your money to organizations and politicians and different entities that are working against your values. Instead, they are actually working for the same things that you are working for. Uh, you can call them at 878 Patriot or you can go to patriotmobile.com slash Allie when you do, you'll get free activation with the offer code Ally. Free activation today with offer code ally. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Ally or call 878 Patriot. PatriotMobile.com slash Ally or call 878PATRI. Patriot. right. Now for our giveaway. So we've been planning this for a really long time. I'm so excited. My very generous sponsors, my amazing sponsors for Relatable, who allow you to watch this show for free. They also donated a bunch of stuff for a giveaway. So we are going to have three prize packages, three prize packages, and they're mostly the same. However, some of our sponsors sent like a variety of products. And so you might not get the same thing is what I'm about to show you. So let me show you some of the things that you'll probably get or that you might get in your price package. It's really good no matter what. And a lot of these things, like I said, you will get, but some of them, like the leather goods, they might be different, just depending. Um, And then I'll tell you how to enter and all that good stuff. So let me show you a sampling of what you'll get. Okay, so Range Leather, one of my sponsors, all their stuff is American-made. It's made in Wyoming. These are awesome Christian people. They're fans of Relatable. I've been advertising for their company for a little bit now. I also have this bag, love this bag. I think mine's actually a little bit bigger. I use it all the time. Super high quality, love it. So inside this bag are, are, um, are some of the things that you may get. So one, you'll get my book and I'll sign it. And one of you will get... The book that has been on my set for a very long time. So it's there, Brie has it. It's well loved. It's we'll, well say loved. that. But I thought that it might be special to some of you. So it's a little, it's been through some wear and tear. It's seen some better days. But I will sign it. And so one of you will get one of those books. And then also you will get a gift card, Carly Jean Los Angeles. Let's see. Do I know how much it is $250 gift card? Whoo, That's good. Love Carly Jean Los Angeles. Also, Cozy Earth. You will get um, a pillowcase set. I love Cozy Earth. I love their sheets and I love their loungewear. It's like super, super soft and temperature regulating. Also, one of my other favorite sponsors, the Natural Cosmetics. You'll get their essential hydrating spray. I believe this is spray. And then also um, or possibly an essential cleanse. I use this every day and also some Naturally It's Clean products. For example, you might get a multi-surface cleaner, which I also use every day. And then some stain removers. Another example of what you may get, which I also wear these all the time, these range leather earrings, which are super, super cute, so cute. They've got brown, they've got black, they've got all different kinds. And so an example of some of the things that you will get. So, okay, now you gotta listen closely you gotta listen closely oh and Good
1: ranchers gift card oh
0: good ranchers gift card Mm -hmm. and did i forget that in here i think oh it's small i think i did yeah (laughs) it's right here good ranchers gift card a hundred dollar gift card plus a t-shirt okay yes now i've covered everything wow such a good deal this is gonna be amazing i can't wait to see who is blessed by all this stuff and again just thank you to my amazing sponsors for doing all this okay now let me tell you how to enter Okay, And I will be putting this up on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. We may, if we can fit it, we'll put it in the description of this episode so you can see. We won't leave you hanging. We'll also post this on my Instagram. Okay? So you'll be able to see these directions, but you can also write this down right now if you want to. Follow Ali Shorts and Allie B. Stuckey on Instagram. Tag three friends on the giveaway post. Tag three friends on the giveaway post on Instagram um, on my page on Ali B. Stuckey, uh, follow our sponsors on Instagram. Okay. So I know this is a lot of steps, but that's because there's gotta be a really high bar. These are really good prices. Carly Jean Los Angeles, Adele Natural Cosmetics, Good Ranchers, Naturally It's Clean, Range Leather, Cozy Earth. You got to follow them all on Instagram. You have until midnight, Thursday, March 23rd. Wow. You have a long time. Midnight, March 23rd to enter. We will select three winners at random on Friday, March 24th. Note, make sure your Instagram can receive messages so we can tell you that you've won. So we will sift through all of that. We will make an announcement. We'll pick the winners. We might not announce until Monday, or maybe we'll announce social media on Friday, and then we'll announce on here on Monday. But just FYI, that's what's going on. So I won't repeat all of that because you can Go look at the description, go look at the Instagram post and all of that. Um, okay, so that is our fun giveaway. Oh my gosh, now I almost forgot about this. We also have new merch, we have new merch, and Victoria and Brie can tell you we've been working on this merch for a really long time. And then the guy who does the merch at Belize TV has been working on it for a really long time. Also, him and his wife just had a new baby while they are developing all this. So he's got a lot going on. I'm very thankful for all the hard work that everyone has put into this. So we'll put up some pictures on YouTube so that you can see what it looks like. This link is now live. Gosh, I've got a lot to post on social media today. Um, we've got some hats, some corduroy hats. Love it. We've got some crew neck sweatshirts. Love it. They're embroidered, by the way. It's not just painted on there, embroidered on there. We've got some t-shirts. You guys love the Be a Salmon sticker. And so we've got a lot of be a salmon gear. Um, That means, you know, swimming upstream against the craziness and the chaos of the current. And um, let's see, we've got other sweatshirts. We've got some tote bags that we really love. Is there anything else that I'm missing? Um, Y'all love, okay, this cracks me up. (laughs) Speaking of the dinosaurs, the question everything sticker. That we have right there, um, we're putting it on a T-shirt and we're putting the question everything on a, uh, on a hat because what did you say, Bree? It is the the sticker is the best selling item on TV.com besides like the a gift subscription to g- Blaze gift TV. subscription to Blaze TV. Yeah, this little sticker, my question everything land a dinosaur landing on the moon sticker. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best selling and we also have another fun i can't tell you what it is another fun product that has not yet been developed <laughs> with someone's face on it it's not my face it's unexpected i think that one's gonna sell really well too it's so but, good okay guys okay. go 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 to com. it's allymerch.com. use code ally 10 for 10 percent off get this for a present. Get this for yourself. I can't wait until my merch comes in. I'm so excited for my crew neck sweatshirt. I'm so excited. And there's going to be more stuff too. This is actually just like the beginning of the new merch line. So if you guys like have requests, feel free to send them my way and we'll do what we can to accommodate that. We've got lots of fun ideas coming up. So anyway, I know you guys are going to love those. Alliemerch.com, Alley 10 for 10% off your order. All right. Well, we definitely don't have time for a news segment. Um, Okay. But I do have some news myself and I feel so awkward always announcing this, but I am pregnant. Yay. Um, Yep. I'm pregnant with number three and I am 17 weeks and I wasn't really like that eager to announce yet. I feel like by number three, you're just kind of I don't know. You're like, yeah, I'll announce when I announce. But it's getting harder and harder to disguise it. (laughs) And so I just thought rather than people asking whether it's a baby or whether I'm just randomly gaining weight around my middle, I just thought that I would just go ahead and reveal it. That, yes, I am indeed pregnant and my husband and I are super excited and so do sometime in August. Um, So, Yeah. Yeah, we're excited about that. And um, pregnancy has been pretty good. First trimester was rough. Actually, if you go back and you look at some of my episodes during first trimester, like during January and February, and if there was ever a day where you're like, hmm, Allie, hmm, she could have brushed her hair. She <laughs> maybe looks sick. I, probably because it's because I was. Actually, in my most popular interview with Ginger Volo. I'm looking real rough because I was nine weeks pregnant at that point, and I was very sick. I actually had to text Ginger after and say, I am so sorry if it seemed like I was tired or something. It's because I am in the throes of morning sickness and all that stuff. But I'm now in the second trimester, and I feel really good. Praise God that the pregnancy so far has been really smooth, no complications. It's been a boring pregnancy for all intents and purposes, which is good. So yeah, I appreciate your prayers and your thoughts and your celebrations and all of that good stuff. And yeah, that's it. I'm pregnant. That's all I wanted to say. That's my announcement. (laughs) I remember when I announced my very first pregnancy right at 12 weeks in 2018. Yeah, 2018. And here I am, guys. You've seen me through three pregnancies. Thanks for that. Um, Okay, I guess that's all I got to say. Thank you guys so much for joining this fun episode of Relatable. We'll be back to regularly scheduled programming for the rest of the week. Tomorrow I've got a fun interview, um, but we'll also be talking about the news. We will be talking about President Trump possibly getting arrested. I've gotten tweets about that, about why haven't you talked about that yet. Well, I'm still gathering a lot of information, and we had a lot to talk about today, but I promise we will be talking about that and covering all of that insanity, but just wanted to have a nice, fun, lighthearted episode today. So thank you guys so much for joining and we will see you back here tomorrow.